everyone, and welcome to episode 199 of the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to join us on Discord, where we record on Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m., sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, we'll be talking about, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about Trump's nearly open racism. Uh, but first, I did want to mention, I want to give an update on some changes that are going to be coming to our Patreon page. Mm? Uh, if you what? have pledged, what? Yeah. If you have pledged anything on Patreon, uh, due to laws passing in several states, Patreon is going to start requiring uh, sales tax starting hmm. July 1st. Uh, they say that less than half of the patrons will be charged taxed. It depends on your location and what's considered taxable there. So not every pledge is going to be taxable. It really depends. But they say that the the extra money the Patreon collects is being paid directly to local governments as they're being required. So they sent me some information and I have tried to streamline our levels so that if you don't deserve to be taxed, you're not going to, uh, following their rules as I could. So hopefully that helps. But uh, if you're going to be taxed, in theory, you're going to be receiving an email, if you're already a patron again, telling you about the levels and, and what's going on. So if you have any questions, I don't have the answers. Uh, Patreon's customer support would be the place to uh, to go. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it so nobody's surprised. And again, thanks for all of you who do support the podcast. We We do appreciate it. I thought that was going to be a fun update, and it turned out it was not so fun. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Not yeah. Well, we got to pay for the aqueducts. It's fine. So the first thing I wanted to mention, we had mentioned this guy before, Republican Representative Denver Riggleman. <clears throat> he originally, we talked about him because uh, he introduced us to the term Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't uh, remember this. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he had, I don't know, associated to his website, he had Bigfoot erotica. Uh, in any case, he got into office and apparently is looking like he might be primaried because he has uh, the gall to officiate a same-sex wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a second. All right. So the guy who writes Bigfoot erotica, he writes it, right? I remember this guy right correctly. He, he oh, wrote it. I don't know if wrote it. present tense is. <laughs> sure. I'm starting to remember Deserve. some of this. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So crazy conservative who writes wrote Bigfoot erotica gets into office, but officiating over a gay marriage that that's right out. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, wow. We already we actually already talked about the LGBTQ stuff. That's right out in the GOP. Huh. Yeah, this this tracks for me, Karen. I don't know why it doesn't track for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong, but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, but for them to overlook something so ridiculous and then get upset about that, that's right. Sure. Yeah, I don't see anything. They're staying right in their lanes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. apparently the guy who is likely going to primary him in the numbers, uh, the guy that is going to take over the spot would be the guy who ran Liberty University's athletics department. <laughs> Jerry Falwell's gym teacher. <laughs> huh. I, I, yeah. Somebody's just making this up and <laughs> making it happen, right? Like, this is just story time. That's, th the there's got to be backstory and side story of nonsense with that as well, but... <laughs> This remind. Did you guys see the Ron Perlman Ted Cruz tweet fight? I didn't see the actual. All I saw was some of the fallout on Reddit. Oh, there was fallout. Well, just people on Reddit 
and on Twitter saying like Ted Cruz, what was it? It was like uh, Ron just needs to call Ted Cruz's wife fat and then he'll get over it. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, that's kind of like that. Um, so what happened was is apparently Ron Perlman takes shots at politicians for no reason, never being called out because he just hates them, <laughs> which is fine by me. Well, hating Ted Cruz is especially fun. Well, it's funny oh, yeah. because this started out with Jim Jordan. Sure. And he posted a picture of Jim Jordan and he said and then he put it at Matt Gates and said at Matt Gates thanks to this guy you're the only you're the second ugliest guy in Congress. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> wow. <laughs> to which Ted Cruz now jumps into this. He's like, "Oh, you ain't going to fuck with my boy Jim Jordan." <laughs> right? And he goes at whatever uh, Ron Perlman's, Perlman's yeah. handle is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, you think you're a tough guy. You wouldn't last uh, 30 seconds in the ring wrestling with Jim Jordan. I'll put $10,000 of my own money up to your favorite non political thing to see this happen or whatever. Right. <laughs> to which Ron Perlman replies, you want to talk about wrestling and Jim Jordan? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> oh, no, that was, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was the, I'm sorry. That was the second tweet. The first tweet was, oh, my God, is this the real Ted Cruz who Donald Trump called his wife ugly and said that his father assassinated JFK? Can I have your autograph? <laughs> right? <laughs> or, and then, and, or and then you phone banked for him or something like that. And then went the uh, – I don't even want to get into Jim Jordan and uh, and wrestling and wrestling, but if you want to go at me, I'll do it for free, and you can keep that ten thousand dollars that you ripped off from taxpayers or something like that. Wow! Yeah, don't fuck with hmm. Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because he called him uh, Ted Cruz called him Hellboy in the tweet and was like, huh. "Is or, or does your is your publicist think that's not a good idea? It might be too dangerous or something like that." And like a lot of people were trying to speak, like, why would Ted Cruz do this? Right? <laughs> like, I don't know if Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan are tight, but they're like, no, he's trying to mix it up like Trump mixes it, oh. mixes it up. And and he just couldn't handle it because Ron Perlman just steamrolled him <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and it, the most recent was uh, Ron Perlman will donate $50,000 to Black Lives Matter if Ted Cruz wrestles him. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. People are the worst. <laughs> I have wow. to say, I would probably pay, you know, do pay-per-view to see that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. It would be a big, big bust, but I'd, I would do it. I always <laughs> thought people in the Senate and Congress were busy, like, doing shit, but I guess there's a lot of downtime where you could just <laughs> scan Reddit and, and Twitter and... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I understand when you're the president and you don't do your job, you have plenty of time for this shit, but... <laughs> wow. Well, I was going to say, McConnell won't let you vote on anything. What the hell else do you have to do? Mm. Right. Mm. That's true. So the next thing I have is kind of lighthearted as well. Kind of. I mean, it's racial stuff, so probably not. But to me, it is because it's, it's Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Magic the Gathering has uh, come out and said that they are going to remove racist cards from the game. Seven cards are going to be removed. And I just, I'm like, what cards could be racist. So Yeah, I'm curious look, as well. I looked them up. <laughs> one of them's really racist. <laughs> there's there's one called Invoke Prejudice, which has pictures of people in hoods on it, and they're the nice long pointy hoods. Hmm. Okay. Nothing really else about it, but it's like uh, uh the inverse of the white though. They're like black hoods. Also but, okay. you know, some, I, I, there might some be some of the KKK is black too, so it it also might be that the person who did the art was an actual out and out racist. I don't don't quote me on that. Oh, I yeah, oh, that's I right. Yeah, Jeff that. just asked, wasn't that the artist who one was a white supremacist? Mm. Okay, maybe. Then yeah, you should get rid of that. One is called the Crusade, where white creatures get a plus one plus one. <laughs> okay, I think that was good enough. Uh, another one, Jihad. Uh, as long as your opponent has cards of this color in play, all white creatures gain a plus two plus one. <laughs> The cleanse, where all black creatures in play are destroyed. Mm. I, can, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you so far, Jared, but I want to hear the other cards. Uh, the stone-throwing devils. There's not really much to that, except they're actually just stone-throwing devils. I think it's a racial remark, though, that some people refer to others as stone-throwing devils. Ugh. Like, you know. 
the Jewish people because of all the stoning in the mm-hmm. in the Bible. The Pradesh Gypsies or Gypsix? I'm not really sure what that, it's hard to read, but yeah, it's a it, you know slur on gypsies. Uh, and then imprisonment, which I don't even I don't know what that is. Pay one each time target creature attempts to attack, block, or tap. I don't I don't know why that one is particularly racist. Maybe it's the image. The guy, uh, the image might look like a black guy. I don't know. He's wearing a black hood, kind of. Could be black face. I'm not sure. I don't think it's black. It's nowhere near black face. It's no. definitely some sort of mask or something. But, but it's a white body with a black head. So, stretch. So, uh. that's it. Those are the seven cars that they've determined were racist. I feel like we're jumping the gun on <laughs> some of these. I feel like we're jumping the shark on some of these. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh... Jihad, I guess you might want to take that out just because of the connotation of the word. Sure. Uh, the uh, the the you know the KKK one, that's fine. Cleanse. I mean, it's black magic versus white magic. It's not white people versus black people. Also, black people are not black; they're brown. <laughs> like we just call they're them black. Bl- what do you mean? I mean the uh, actual. Cl- I mean the actual person. Yeah, like actual African people until they started. Well, yeah, but. I don't know. I always felt like like when you like now it's like are we going to get rid of Black Friday? I mean black is a color. <laughs> right. Like and I feel I feel like black people are are comfortable with that term. Right. They're they're fine with being called black people. Like, like I I, that, I don't think there's anything offensive about that. Yeah, I feel like if somebody said something then yeah, go ahead get rid of it, but damn. Well, I think Part of it, too, might be, you know, the person that created it and their intent, because is it, you know, um, sneaky racism? The person, they really wanted to do a racist card, but they just kind of snuck this one in. It's as close as they could get and get the card published. Well, yeah, that's the one with the hoods. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I think the other ones maybe, too. Cleanse? No, I mean, white magic, black magic has been a thing around for a long time. Sure. What are the images in that one in Cleanse? Yeah, it's, I would have to see all the oh art my God. on the cards. The Cleanse, mm-hmm. I've, since I've pl- actually played with the card Cleanse, it's like uh, like a like a white light in the sky. Mm-hmm. Also, the art changes on a lot of the cards, too. So, Sure. I don't know. I, I mean, listen, honestly, I don't give a shit in the long run. I'm like, it's not like I'm attached to any of this shit. I think it's a, probably a good idea that they just decided to get ahead of it and go, look, it, just in case. We're not even going to get called on this. We're just we're just going to. I mean, some of them they're changing, some of them they're removing. So I think it's good for them to get ahead of it. I, I'll tell you what's funnier con- concerning magic is uh, in regards to this was uh, a good friend of mine, racist Nick, who's not really racist, <laughs> shared a video with me of there's a they hired a transgender woman to be in charge of something with magic. And she identifies herself as a deer or something to that effect. Wait, what? I'm not lying. You can. I'm barely on board for what's going on. Help me out. (laughs) And you can. uh, Oh, is it with Twitch? Not magic. Okay, I'm sorry. And she was complaining that most what most gamers are racist towards black people. And then the guy filming the video turned the camera to <laughs> to mirror, and he was a black dude. He was like, "What?" And he just cut the video off real quick. <laughs> I don't know. Some people just take this shit a little too overboard. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but in this time period, I, I can see the company going, "All right, let's just maybe somebody in the company went, what about these?'" And and the person in charge was just like, "Yeah, close okay. enough. Get rid of it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, listen, this shit is seeping into into my life though, where like. I mean, is it like now if you put black in front of anything, it's got to be good? Do you understand what I'm saying? No. I, I do, but at the same time, there has been such a negative connotation just toward the term black for so long that I think that it's, I don't know, I think it's good to become a little bit more aware of. I feel that since it's, since black is an actual thing, what is black? Black is the absence of color or is it all color mixed together? But you're perceiving all the colors at once. Right. It depends on if you're talking light or paint. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> Why don't we stop calling people of African descent black then? Well, I think that was an attempt. That was what uh, you know, African American was an attempt at. But that's okay, silly but, because not right. all black people in America are African American. Well, okay, but Caucasian covers all white people. So why can't we make a term for that? And then we can keep stupid shit like black magic and it won't have a, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but the connotation's still there because of the 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 poor use of it. Now, granted, History. I am a big well, proponent of they can't they can't take it just because they use it here and there. Like the whole everything to do with Norse religion, the Thor's hammer and stuff. A lot of neo Nazis love that because of the Aryan race mentality, and I fucking hate that because I've always been a fan of Norse religion. I think that that mythos is kind of cool, but yet you can't do much with it because it's tied into white supremacy now. Mm. What Thor is tied in with white supremacy? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, no, I won't. I will not have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will not have that. But I also want my black magic because when I say black magic, I don't think about black people. Yeah. So I say get get a term. There's a catch-all like Caucasian, or I don't know, pick and choose your shit. But again, like I said, this shit seeps into my real life in the sense that I was just watching Aquaman earlier, the movie, mm. and Black Manta is a character in there, and his father is in there, and they're both black guys. And I instantly go to, oh, that's bad. You have two black guys, and you're making them villains. You can't have that. And I was like, wait a minute. Yes, you can. Black people can be villains, too. There are black villains and black heroes. <laughs> Isn't that all part of equality? Yeah, but I, I think there is a yeah, certain but- amount. No, no, you're right. You're right. But I, I, in the current climate that we're in, I think a little overcorrection for a while is fine. Uh, I don't know. How does, over, how does overcorrection stop police officers from murdering black people? It doesn't. It just makes us all more woke. It, it makes us more nothing. Yeah. Oh, that is not helpful. Well, the, like Jeff said, the, the problem is they've been cast as the villain mm. for so long that – we just need to turn the tide for a while. But and that's, I don't think that's true, though. Well, I don't know that that is, I don't know, though. I mean, do we use, you know, black magic and dark magic as, because of black people? I don't know that that's not the case. I don't know if it didn't stem from um, people of darker skin. I, mean, I, uh, I doubt it, but I don't know that. But there's also been black superheroes. There's been, I mean, and black villains. And white yeah. villains, and, and yes, there's a shit ton of white superhero shows. I get that. I, I Maybe because I don't see it, it's not a thing for me. Mm. I think that's the the thing that needs to be corrected more. The fact that there need to be need to be fewer movies that are just solidly white people. Mm. <laughs> there needs to be a, a more quality there before we worry about who's a villain and who's who's uh, you know the protagonist. And yeah, well, well again, we'll- I watched Aquaman. Jason Momoa is not a white dude. Right? He's Samoan, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, or Hawaiian, something like that. It'd be Pacific Island, or in any case, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that the, the the point for right now is that the, the police departments need to be composed of the same racial diversity that the, of the people that they're policing. I think, I think we can all agree that that would be the proper way to go with this. Not yeah, but in, a, have, in a lot of but, areas, isn't that the case? Sort of like, in, I heard like in D.C., most of the cops are black. In some like, areas, it's true. I mean, every yeah. time I see a police chief, dude's black or the woman's black. It just that seems that like it seems like the white ones are having problems. <laughs> I think that generally that that's true, and I think that the reason that they have problems is because they don't understand the depth of the racism that's in their departments. Yeah. While we're on this topic, I think it's very similar. The, the in over in Cleveland. Um, a guy originally from the Dayton area, uh, State Senator Steve Huffman in Ohio, was fired from his position as an emergency room doctor after using racist language. Now, the racist language he used is he used the term the colored population. Well, but it's not just that he used that phrase. It's what he said after that phrase was also problematic. <laughs> because they do not wash their hands as well as other groups? Well, yeah, there you part. go. I was like, the, the first part, I was like, what? And the second part, I was like, what? <laughs> now you're not. I'm just curious because, I mean, my family, my, my parents use that term all the time. Colored people. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, yes. But it's a <laughs> general. Ohio has a, has right. a very strong racist background. I was going to say, I, I feel like that term is, is considerably more offensive than anything we've discussed previously. Yes. But I think also that it is a generational term and that um, it was commonplace for the generation before that to call people of color Negro. That was common. 
and then it was colored people, then it was black people, and now it's African American in some places. So I think there is a generational change in terminology that happens. But the problem is, is that those terms always are used to isolate and separate people of color. Yeah, I mean, I could see somebody, especially someone who might be older, saying colored, thinking that they're being non-racist by saying that. Right, right, because they didn't use the N-word, so it's better. Right, yeah. but then following it up with the Washington hands thing, I'm like, no, 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 you might, <laughs> it doesn't matter how you were using it. Is, right. calling I mean, the, is calling them black bad now, or is black fine? No, I don't believe so. No. It's good. called Black Lives Matter. Am I not, hey. am I incorrect about that? <laughs> All right, asshole. You're great. Yes, you're incorrect. It's not Black Lives Matter. Where did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> BLM. <laughs> Fake I think news. I, I think I mentioned it before. I was yelled at at one point for, for using the term African American, because right after I went into the military, one of the, the, one of the people in my squadron said, uh, the, yeah, yelled at me for using the term African American. He's like, I am in no way African. He's like, I am from Mississippi. I'm American. Mm. He's like, you want to call me something, call me black. So right. I've been very careful with the term African American since yeah. then. I, I, I think uh, on SNL, it was Michael Che. He said, stop saying colored. We picked a color. It's black. We're fine with that term. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I once got called a racist for saying black people were cool. What? <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's polite. Technically, it's racist <laughs> to suggest they're only cool because they're black, or because they're black. That's what makes them cool. But uh... I had a hard time with that one. <laughs> All right, um, I'm sure we're going to get into more racial stuff because I've got a whole section on Trump. But <laughs> I did want to mention uh, fairly upfront the uh, Supreme Court. There were several decisions that actually came out of the Supreme Court recently. The One of the first ones was that the LGBTQ rights, uh, they ruled that existing civil rights laws protect gays and lesbians from being fired from their job just for being gay or lesbian. I believe transgendered as well. I believe so, but it's it's interesting if you read the the statement, and Neil Gorsuch is the one who put out the statement. He... <laughs> So this actually passed six to three, mm -hmm. and Gorsuch is the one that wrote the statement. Nobody else who voted in favor put out any statement in addition. So he so, covered it. Yeah. Yeah, he covered it, which <laughs> is really weird because we're talking about Neil Gorsuch. It's a tad unexpected, yeah. Well, I mean, mostly good, though. Yeah. I'm suspicious, but good. <laughs> I, I was also, I, I love how Kavanaugh was one of the dissenters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even Kavanaugh being a dissenter, um, he said in his statement that Gorsuch covered the law very well. Yeah, he which, also kind of apologized for his dissenting. Yeah, right? which I don't really understand. Like, is he just covering all of his bases? or I don't know what's going on. <laughs> maybe, maybe he thought Gorsuch was going to go his way. He was like, oh, shit, buddy, you didn't, we, I thought we were on board with this. Okay, well, I guess, you know. You seem too busy drinking beer. Yeah, you seem the more respectable and smarter of the two of us. Yeah, I was going to say Gors Gorsuch was like, "Oh my goodness, you must not owe you must know them a lot. I don't know them nothing. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Nobody accused me of rape, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are younger men. I mean, I mean, listen. When I heard it, I was just I, I was literally like barely paying attention. And was just like, okay, yeah, roll, just roll that bad news more on me. And I, I was like, did I hear that right? And then the Gorsuch probably was like, did I hear that part right? Yeah, I I haven't followed every decision. But if I remember correctly, I feel like, uh, you know, some of the worst parts of Neil Gorsuch were he's very pro-corporation. And his you know, being appointed to the Supreme Court was incredibly tainted by the Merrick Garland incident and general shadiness of yeah. the GOP, not necessarily because Neil Gorsuch is a piece of shit. Yeah. He's just extreme. He is very conservative. Mm. He is. And very pro corporate. V yes. Yeah. I agree. And this but has he's also, to do with it. But he's also, what, 47? Or is that Kavanaugh? I know they're both in their. Are they both in their 40s? Yes. I don't have to look it up. I believe they're both very young, but he, he has a. Hmm, even handed isn't isn't the right word, but <laughs> somewhere somewhere a little less than even handed, but his interpretation of the law is not. You know, it's not Clarence Thomas. Bad. Oof. Mm, right. That, that give it, so dude. You're Gorsuch in. Is, Gorsuch is fifty-two. Fifty-two. Yeah. So not old, 
by Supreme Court standards by right. any means. Which also means what? He was like oh, 40. He is the young one. Kavanaugh's 55. Really? What? Yeah. Huh. So, oh, that's Shoot. right. Gorsuch was probably 49 then when he went in, right? Sounds yeah, about right. could be. <laughs> Which is incredibly young for a Supreme Court. Wow, remember now, how we I were all never, sweating that? I, <laughs> sorry, would get, what was that? We were all like, oh, Gorsuch, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, here's Kavanaugh. We're like, wow, Gorsuch seems kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> to this total shitbag. <laughs> I never had the feeling that Gorsuch had no, like, he wasn't unqualified. That was never an argument that I heard. He was, he's just, he's still, he's still um, conservative, yeah. overly Christian, um, way too pro-corporate. And not somebody that we want in there, but all right, and, I'll give him one. Yeah. And speaking of that, I did also read an article talking about what his writings and that he sent a clear signal that he would look favorably upon employers who want to fire gay and transgender employees for religious reasons. Like mm-hmm. there's apparently a big loophole or gap in the statement saying that this does not cover religious freedom. Hmm. So if you are a religious employer or you have a religious company, you could probably still just fire somebody because you found out they were gay or lesbian or transgender. Well, like what kind? I mean, an actual like uh, Catholic school or something or the way I, Hobby the Lobby? The way I read this article is it's, it's open interpretation, hmm. like, which that fits Gorsuch to a T, so I don't doubt it. Hmm. Well, listen, I ain't ready to say that the guy's on our side. Oh, There's no. plenty more stuff down the pike where I could be like, ugh. But it is a good ruling. It, so We'll take it. They also did not take up cases involving the Second Amendment, like any cases. There were challenges from gun groups on laws they say that violate the Second Amendment. They didn't take them up. What? And for the what? most part, these uh, the laws that they were challenging... Um, I, my understanding was they were all, um, they've already been ruled mm. on by lower courts. So the current ruling is going to stand because if the Supreme Court won't take it up. So then it's done. It, yeah. And it's, it's against, it's basically rules against what the NRA wants. So I don't know the details on all of them, but that sounds good to me because <laughs> fuck the NRA. <laughs> so they're just making way for more rubber mats on playground cases? Or? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They also said they will not consider limiting uh, civil lawsuits immunity for for police. I didn't know about this. Yeah. I didn't know you couldn't sue the police if they, you know, break into your house and and shoot up all your stuff and shoot you. You didn't have the right to sue them. Qualified immunity. I'm learning a lot of stuff about them. (laughs) Turns out we're, we're all learning a lot of stuff as people continue to violate other people's rights and and we're always like why isn't that illegal why isn't <laughs> how is that a thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right that's all i had on the supreme court um unless somebody has something else i'm moving on to trump no so much <laughs> there really is um but the first thing that i really had to mention was a statement <laughs> that he made concerning covid-19 this was i think this was at some sort of meeting i don't remember But he said that, uh, you know, the only reason that we're seeing so many cases and that the cases are spiking again is because we've ramped up the testing so much. We really just need to stop testing and then the numbers will – it'll drop way down. We'll have very few cases, if any. (laughs) There's so many things wrong in that statement. Like all of it. It's stupefying. I mean, the the actual, you know – Actual quote, if we stop testing right now, we'd have very few cases, if any. He said those words out loud to reporters. (laughs) But he's a dummy. (laughs) But also, isn't it true that we're not doing as much testing as other countries? Per capita. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do lots of testing, but there's a lot of us. So. Yeah. I mean, he's he's saying the the quiet part out loud again. (laughs) No, he's not. He's just a dummy. He's just like, yeah, if we don't test, we won't know about it. Then, you know, that's the only reason why you're hearing it. Ixnay on the Esting Day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure during like a Oval Office meeting, they discussed that exact thing. And Trump just doesn't know that he shouldn't be repeating what's being said in that office to him. <laughs> I think you need to reword the questions when you ask him shit. Because he's getting all flustered because he thinks that everybody's blaming him. For the high numbers. 
So oh, I need, am. Yeah, to we, be clear, you are. But you have to rework the question. And go. In no way, shape, or form am I blaming you for this, Mr. President. Why do you think we have so many more cases, <laughs> right? <laughs> And well, then he can answer it properly because he instantly goes into defense mode. But it doesn't yeah. matter, though, because if it's not praising him, it will be slamming somebody else. It, oh, I don't I don't know why he, anybody asked him a fucking question ever. No, <laughs> the, on, the only answer ever is because I did it 100% better than ever, anybody's ever done it before. Or the answer is that other guy did it wrong. That's the only answer you ever get from him. Yeah. I mean, I understand that they want to play like everything's normal to some extent. And that's why they constantly ask him questions, but you're never going to get a normal answer. No. Well, also, people, COVID-19 is not over. No. <laughs> like, I you, I can't tell you how many people I've had to explain this to. People like, think it's over. Look, Just look at the numbers. Look at the graphs. I know. Shit is rising. Look at Arizona's <laughs> going to get overrun. Florida's yeah. a fucking mess. There was massive spikes after Memorial Day. My mom just my, – my, my mother not – Fully understanding what's going on. Jared, we have to get back to real life. I'm like, we will. When it's over. It's not over. Yeah, yeah but it, like, it's like she's saying to me, like, it'll be over when we just start going back to work. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, not luckily, but uh, one of her tenants just died from it. No. Oh. And I'm thinking that might have been a, a wake-up call for her. But everybody else seems to think everything is just hunky-dory. Yeah, it really isn't. All you have to do, we link the dashboard, uh, the COVID, uh, John Hopkins COVID dashboard to the webpage. So take a look at the one of the recent episodes. Click on some of the, the other countries. Click on France, Italy, Spain. They're plateauing. Click on Brazil, the US. Well, not even, India. Pla- not even plateauing. They're back down to, you know, single digit cases or double digit cases. We have plateaued. They have actually beaten the curve. They actually well, have what looks like a mountain. What we have looks like a plateau, and we're just stuck. It depends on which which graphs you're looking at, whether or not you're looking at the daily, the number uh, daily, or the numbers that have happened in total. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I look at a lot of these. You could look for you know at the daily death numbers, or you could look at you know new cases or you know number of tests versus and there's there's number of positive tests versus not versus the number of negative tests, which is a good indicator of uh, how many what the the success is of the you know catching the people that have it. So yeah, there's lots of graphs. <laughs> and My all- recommendation would be to go there and click on a country and look at the daily cases in the lower right hand corner. That will show you what we're talking about. Like like yeah. Karen said, if you look at Italy, Spain, France, they're they've dropped off significantly. The number of cases reported daily is way lower. US it just flattened out. It has yeah. not dropped. And if you look and and to your point before about um, you know, Trump uh, if we stop testing right now and have very few cases, take a look at what they did in Florida. Um, they fired. There's a woman that her job at the moment, well, until recently, was to create all of these graphs for Florida. She did, you know, total number of deaths, new cases. She was doing ra- ra- racial profiling to try to find patterns in it, age relationships, all kinds of data. They fired her because she would not fudge the numbers. And that's not the first time I've heard of people getting fired for different stuff like that. Right. I mean, she was she's taking raw scientific data and making it into a usable format. And they went, no, 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 no. Those numbers are really super inconvenient. We need to open the beaches and the bars. So if you could just, you know, fudge here and there. And she said, no, I'm not going to do that. And they said, well, you're fired. What what I don't get, though, is and I get it. You know, you don't want the I mean, I and I think we're fucked because there's no way there's ever going to be another shut shutdown. No, it's just people will just won't stand for it. And governors are too afraid to do it. But what I don't get is if you you know you know because you're not an idiot to some extent that if you open all this up you're just gonna get fucked later on in the year and probably right around the time that you don't want to get fucked when the president is running for re-election right you know like your hospitals are gonna get overrun people are gonna die you can't hide this shit all the time so is it is it just a quick gain in the economy that you want? Well he he ties a lot more importance to the econ- to the stock market than he should. Because um, it doesn't affect us normal folk very significantly, if at all. Right. But there's another component of it too, and is it that how much of the crazy shenanigans that we have put up with over the th- last three years have become normal, and how long does it take until you go, oh, yep, this is the new normal. This is no longer outrageous. It is now just all right. Yep, Bob died today. Oh well, he must have caught the COVID. 
And if it becomes normalized, it doesn't have an impact on the election anymore. Mm, I, I, that would have to be years, though, before that. Before the- Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Like, we've, we've, it, been, it, we've been conditioned for the past three years. All well, of this for is Trump, conditioning. Not, not, for the, not for the virus. Eh, it's all just a different level of outrageousness. Humans I are- see what you're, what you're saying, but I mean, like, if you look at other things that have gone from a what you're talking about is going from a pandemic to an to endemic. being endemic. Yeah, and like the last big thing that happened that I think maybe not the last, but AIDS. Like we went from this is a pandemic to all right, it's just endemic. We just have to deal with AIDS now. And it took several years before people weren't freaking out a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it ruined getting laid but- in college for anybody in Generation <laughs> X. <laughs> Yeah, but the problem. Oh, sorry, but the problem. The problem with that though is AIDS kills everybody that is impacted eventually. I mean, now we have you know therapies that it will can extend your life in, as long as you have the therapy available to you. But this will, will odds are won't kill you. It, it odds are will kill your grandma, but it won't probably kill you. And people will, will go, meh, I should be fine. AIDS, you couldn't yeah. make that argument, right? The Republicans are suddenly fine with older people death camps. Yeah. Right. And again, how many – we're looking at – how many deaths do we have? 200,000? Close uh, the dashboard. I don't remember. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't, I think, I don't think we reached 200. 200 yet, but we're over 100. No. Yeah, we're over – it was like 120, something which like is that. A, which is – Because we're, we're close to the number that were killed in World War One. Right. But it is a small percentage, and you know these Trump people, they don't care about it till it affects them. So, sure. I mean – we don't close shit down, and we everybody just doesn't give a shit anymore. And I mean, even in my town alone, I see b- people gathering at restaurants and walking around with no masks and whatever, and doing this and that. When it hits your grandmother, when it you know, and it doesn't just kill old people too. There are thirty year olds and twenty year olds who die from this too. When it starts hitting those numbers, and it will around October, November, yeah, uh, you'll see. And I'm sure, you know, Trump will have some excuse for it. But, like, I'm talking about the governors and stuff. Like, why do they – what is the short-term gain here? Well, I mean, you look at what um, – in Pennsylvania, the state we all live in. I think that he had a very balanced approach to it. But he made compromises to the to the, to industry and to companies because there wasn't really an option, I don't think. I mean, he was starting to get protests on the at the foot of the Capitol every day. It was – the – pressure was starting to ramp up. He had a fairly balanced approach, and yet how many Pennsylvanians died? But you look at the curve for Pennsylvania, and it's not bad. Yeah, I, we did fairly well, but we did. You don't, like like Cuomo says, you don't want to stumble at the finish line. Sure. But he, but Wolf took a lot of shit for the approach that he took, oh, though. I know. And still is taking a lot of shit. Every time they go on um, and do their Facebook feed, the, the um, Facebook comments they got are horrific. So... Yeah, people want their haircuts. Yeah. Because somehow that's important. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I, I stumbled across some of the, those comments and some of those posts on the Facebook by people who I would never normally look at their Facebook posts. And I'm like, do you not understand what the word impeach means <laughs> when you say that Governor Wolf should be impeached because you disagree with one of his policies? Mm. Like, I, that's just not what impeachment means. That's not how impeachment works. Like it was used appropriately just minutes ago at a national level. Were you were you asleep then? <laughs> Jesus. Well, and the, and the threats to our um, head of the health department too. Holy moly! Yeah. So across the country, a number of people that are in her role—I forget what the role is called—head of the health department for the state. Um, a whole bunch of them have stepped down because they're not putting up with this shit. They're getting threatened at their houses. People are showing up. Because they had the audacity to make people wear masks. They're like, I'm not putting up with this shit. They're quitting. That's where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, and having, <laughs> having experienced people quit during this time period, probably not good overall. Yeah. So uh, since we were talking about Trump and COVID-19, uh, there's a article on CNN, CNN Health. A third of Americans surveyed say that they have engaged in some sort of risky cleaning behavior. During the pandemic. <laughs> what? <laughs> this risky cleaning behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this is defined by the people doing the uh, survey, but mm. things like washing their body with bleach, gargling with bleach. Oh. Uh, what's happening? Inhaled it, aerosol bleach and inhaled it. 
This is what is qualified as dangerous cleaning behavior. Happy mediums, people, for fuck's sake. Jesus, I'm just yelling about people who won't wear masks, and now other people going over the, off the other side. What the hell? So uh, only 23% of the people surveyed, and I would be... Uh, I, I would be among this poll. Um, only 23% knew, for instance, to use only room temperature water to dilute bleach. I didn't necessarily know that. I I imagine you, the problem being if you use hot water with bleach, it aerosols it and you oh. can breathe it. Hmm. Um, I didn't I yeah, did know that. Some interesting numbers in 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 here, and like I said, I even learned about the bleach thing. Now, I think the only time I've ever used bleach has been diluted in you know water coming out of the tap, so probably... Fine, but I learned something new. <laughs> but I, you know, I would never profess to be a avid cleaning person. So, but yeah, I wouldn't drink it. I wouldn't aerosol it and try to breathe it in, gargle with it. I just don't, I don't do that. And they do say that it's probably related to, you know, what Trump said about trying to get the, get the substances in your body. <laughs> Not quite as bad as a, what did they term a God man? A religious person, um, I believe, in India, who has said that he healed people of the coronavirus by kissing their hands. <laughs> by the way, uh, he has infected at least 19 people and has now died from the virus. So, that, yeah, that, that, stop, that, stop believing in miracles. <laughs> yeah, that follows. It makes sense. So, There's just no steady medium people, is there? <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Wash your hands, wear a mask. That's all you really needed to do. Not, yeah. not congregate There with are a lot. There are a lot. They just don't get in the news because they're boring. <laughs> I mean, I knew some people, too, who were mad crazy about wiping shit down in their house and cleaning their house. I'm like, what are you doing? Relax. Just. Who, has anybody else been in your yeah, house? I know. Have you brought things into your house? <laughs> are you going outside and touching everything and then touching everything in your house? Just relax. <laughs> yeah. I mean, generally, I am. I do not wash my hands that fervently. Like. But generally, I don't leave the house or touch anything else. If I go get the mail, we go get the mail, we open the mail, we wash our hands. Like, if you touch something, then wash your hands. Yeah. If, if, you're, <laughs> if you're staying at home and you're not doing anything, you're not interacting with anyone, stop worrying about it. Yeah, if it. I don't leave the house for two days, I'm touching my face left and right while I'm in here. What do I need to worry about? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I had somebody tell me I was going to die because I wasn't using uh, Purell on my hands. And shit. And I tried to explain to the person, I was like, you know, well, you really shouldn't use that too much, you know, because it like strips away good oils and, and whatnot. And they're like, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Bit extreme. <laughs> like, I, I go, when I go out and get groceries and get the mail, most times, wash my hands when I get home after I put everything away and everything's fine. While I'm at work, I do use uh, like the Purell a little bit more often, but that's only for one or two days that I'm there. And I may sure. do it three times a day, like just, you know, occasionally walk by. All right. You know, this won't kill me. You know, and that's yeah. it. And you're around other people there. So that's that's the logical thing to yeah. do. You don't touch your face while you're there. Stuff like that. That's that's logical. That's it. Yeah. Not worried about well, it. Cracks, <laughs> it cracks me up. They're going back onto, onto campus before the students come back in August. And they're going to be deep cleaning all the buildings that have been empty for three months. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Dust them. Sure. <laughs> so all the kids come from all different parts of the states and other states and reinfect the place. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, the virus is not going to be alive in there. However, no. I mean, there's some things that they do have to do. Like, nobody's been run running water in any of those buildings. So the idea that, you know, something might have grown in the pipes and, you know, they need to sanitize some things. But yeah, sure. spraying down every surface to get rid of the virus, the virus isn't there. Yeah. All right, back on to non-COVID Trump stuff. Um, I did have to, I think we have to talk about hit the rallies. He has, <laughs> Trump has come out and said, you should just ignore, COVID is on the decline. We are going to have a rally. You can come. It's not going to be a problem. I want crowds. I want the big crowds because I have to feed my ego. Mm. It's not a problem at all. By the way, just sign this real quick. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, and what there's what you have to sign to get the tickets to go is that you do not blame Trump in any way if you get the COVID nineteen and become sick or die. I thought it said you can't sue him. Yeah, you can't sue him. You cannot sue Trump um, re-election committee and international, whatever the heck it is, incorporated. Yeah. 
the ones who are holding the the rallies. Meanwhile, it's a bunch of older, obese, generally unhealthy people shouting at each other with no mask on. It's going to go great. <laughs> How long does it take for the virus to uh, to kick in? Uh, three two, days two to weeks? two weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, but usually, if, if you're going to go, you know, serious hospitalization, it's not for a couple of weeks. Are we also glossing over the part that he originally was going to do it on Juneteenth in Tulsa? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't I hadn't got to that yet, but yeah, that was the original plan. And I mean, is there any any chance in your mind that that was accidental? No, that he was going to have a rally in Tulsa on Juneteenth, the day the day that is known for being the end of slavery in the the town that was a huge race riot where hundreds of black people lost their lives. I wouldn't call it a riot. More of a massacre. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't even know that that shit was real. No, I didn't either did I. until Watchmen. Yeah, I saw yeah. it at Watchmen. I was like, wow, that's a really exaggerated thing. And then someone's like, no, that really happened. I'm like, ugh. I mean, I'm like, they literally took in private planes and were bombing shit? I'm like, oh, God. Weirdly enough, it was not in our textbooks. Huh. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> Just in, case, just in case you thought that maybe – nobody here, by the way, thinks that there is any chance uh, that that was accidental. And just in case you do, if, if Juneteenth wasn't enough – so he's decided to move that, by the way. He's moving it to the next day. So, whew. Yeah. It's still going to be in Tulsa and it's going to be on the next day. But just in case you thought that that was accidental, yeah. he's also going to be receiving, in theory, the nomination from the Republican National Committee in Jacksonville, Florida, on Axe Handle Saturday. This, If you're not familiar with this, also not in a lot of textbooks, in Jacksonville, Florida, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but Axe Handle Saturday is August 27th. And it is where a bunch of, there was a protest, a civil rights protest happening, and a bunch of white guys got together and handed out axe handles and baseball bats so that they could go beat up all the black people. Hmm. I feel this is all Stephen Miller. Again, not in, not in many textbooks, but... No, that's nothing I'd officially heard about until just now, but boy, that's on point for Jacksonville. Oh, that was only 60 years ago, according to Jeff, our fact checker. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Wow, I'd never heard of that. Yeah, but of, of course, absolutely. This is purposeful. Yeah. It's signaling to his base. But why? And, and it's, it's, like, is there any chance that Stephen Miller is not involved in this in some way? <laughs> Stephen Miller, who's working on his race relations speech? Yeah, right. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, the, the speeches coming out like today when he spoke about the, um, the reform bill, the yeah. police reformation, that you know, we're going to come out with laws that is going to really help with race relations – yeah, not really. I mean, what they came out with was, yeah, don't don't choke people to death unless you feel, you know, your life is in danger. So way to give him out. And he came out and gave the speech. And the first 10 minutes of it was nothing but praising the police mm. and saying that it's a tough job. It's the most deadly job there is, which it's, it's not. not. It's, it's a tough job, but. <sighs> well, a lot of police love him. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you, Jeff. And he also said that there's an AIDS vaccine. I think I had stopped listening by that point. Hey, he also well, said on Fox yeah. News that the jury is out on whether Abe Lincoln helped black people. <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't see that? No. Nobody saw that? No. I don't watch Fox News. Oh, my God. Well, I don't either, but, you know, I watched the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he was on with uh, Paris Faulkner. Is, uh, oh, their- Paris. Oh, my God. Yeah, and... Um, she he was trying she was trying to explain to him why the Juneteenth thing might be bad. Mm-hmm. And then he went into his own I don't think any president has ever done anything for as much for the black people as I did, right? And she's like, Oh, okay. And he's like, Well, you know, except maybe Abe Lincoln. But you know, people aren't sure about that. And she goes, Well, we are free. And he's like, Well, yeah, we are free. Right. <laughs> and then, then he's like, You <laughs> them. Um and he's like, But you know, who knows? <laughs> wow. And then he goes, you know, we call him Honest Abe. And I'm just like, oh, you fucking dummy. Yes, we all know that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't try and explain how he came up with that. It, it was his idea to yeah. call him Honest Abe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call him Tall Hat Abe before that, but uh, I fixed it. <laughs> uh, another, th- yeah. another thing uh, in Trump's Justice Department, uh, they have put together a group uh, bar 
repeat repeatedly has blamed anti-fascist activity for all the violence happening. So they put together a group to uh, determine how big Antifa is, and they've so far they found nothing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I couldn't find a good story, um, but there's there's something going on peculiar in the Albuquerque Police Department and the local militias. There there've been I, I couldn't find a, a good solid story about it, but um, it, there's been a shooting down there, and a couple of militiamen were actually arrested today, I think. But um, there have been evidently a couple of different militia groups, even using air quotes, you can't see me, helping. The police department in Albuquerque. Yeah, helping by just bringing, what was it, four people were carrying 20 firearms? Something like that, yeah. Jeez. Heavily armed people with, you know, bulletproof vests or flak jackets, and uh, yeah, you're not helping. No. Multiple people have been killed, injured. There's there's shenanigans in Albuquerque. There's shenanigans going on everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sure, true. I mean, I I can't believe... the, in 2020, um, I heard about three black men being hung from trees. Oh. You didn't hear two two in L.A.? Or five? Okay, shit, I only knew three. There was two in L.A. and one somewhere else, and um, the one was ruled a suicide, and now they're changing their hmm. tune on that. But, like, Jesus, with everything that's going on right now, and you find black men hung by trees in parks and shit like that, like, to, to rule it a suicide is insane. Wow. But now there's five, so... And then there was that other yeah. shooting in Atlanta. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I'm kind of iffy on that one. Well, he still was shot. What happened in Atlanta? He, uh, gentleman was, fell asleep drunk in Wendy's uh, drive thru. Um, oh, okay. Fought the police when they came up to take him out. Well, not uh, just grabbed fought, a, he ran. <laughs> and, he ran. He grabbed a taser, pointed the taser at the cops, and they shot him somehow in the back twice and killed him. No, the, you can see the video. He He's running. He does turn and point that taser at the cop, and the cop shot him. Two mm-hmm. times in the back. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with this one. One, mm-hmm. I, I, you shouldn't have run like that. You shouldn't have, gra- you shouldn't have grabbed the taser. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You also shouldn't have shot the guy in the back. <laughs> no. Like, you, you shouldn't You shouldn't fight police. You shouldn't try and take their weapons. You shouldn't use the weapons against them. There's a but, whole, but, but you know what? The police shouldn't shoot you in the fucking back. No, police do not, they do not get to decide that you get the death penalty because you're running away from them. That's not how this works. They are only allowed to shoot you if you are posing a a a, a threat to their life, right. a threat to the police and, officer's life. That's the only time you're allowed to shoot them. And this probably is a situation where training would have given better because that guy probably freaked out the cop, saw him turn around, and his instant thing was to shoot. But he had a taser in his hand, though. It would hurt. I, it's not no, going to kill you. Saying, you do not have the right to kill that right, person. Right, but you're, you know, it's easy to say to, what do they call it, Ian, Monday morning quarterback that? When, sure. when you're not in that situation, uh, that's that a term, term. When you're not in that yeah. situation, you know, his training is everybody wants to kill you. This guy turns around with something in his hand. I know it's a taser, but I'm not thinking, bang, shoot, you're dead. Everybody is mm-hmm. wrong in this fucking situation. Like, I don't know why this guy ran. Because he, he was drunk. Yeah, but everything was so calm up to that point. If you watch the video, mm. he's being chill. They're being sort of, you know, they're being cops, but. Well, he doesn't want to get, he doesn't want to get arrested. Right. But and, they have your, jail. they have your car. They have your license. Where are you going to, what is he going to do? Skip, yeah. skip the country? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, thinking logically was not this guy's forte. Yeah. Northern, <laughs> Northern cops. They have his car. They have his license. Go get him later. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There was no reason to shoot the guy in the back. I asked the same None. question. Is he going to skip the country? <laughs> Right. You, you have his license. You have his car. You have his keys. He, he's not going anywhere. There's no reason that man should be dead. I mean, did you see the chief of police just resigned as soon as this yep. happened? He's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not even yeah. dealing with this shit. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and Grinch is saying, to and just to be clear, the guy who shot the taser, he shot the taser at the one cop, turned around to run again, and it was the other cop, not the one who had the taser shot on him, but the other one that shot him in the back. He was no longer the drunk guy. Was no longer engaging them when he was shot. And yes, the the guy who fired the shots was was fired as well. He should be more than fired. I mean, I understand intense situation mm. shit happens, but you're supposed to you're supposed to be the police. Well, you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to execute th- people because they you know did something wrong or were stupid. Right, and the, I think that the the training needs to reemphasize your your gun should never be out. I mean, there are police officers in this country that never have to draw their weapon. There was no reason to draw a weapon during those circumstances. 
Well, see, now you're just if you if you train like that, these people will they're going to be they're going to think twice before pulling the weapon. And you're putting them in danger. I actually heard a chief of police say that. Hey, no, you should think twice about pulling a gun. Right. On that same token, don't yank a taser out of a cop's fucking holster. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Not oh yeah, not a bright move. Yeah, but no. I mean, oh, I mean. Let alone the fact that you might die, you're also adding more charges to yourself. And it's and again, you're not getting away. They're gonna find sure. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if not great decision making. Yeah, on I mean, his you're part. drunk. You I get that, that but, but and then they burn the Wendy's down. Why? Yeah, they, why'd well, you burn the yeah. Wendy's down? <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes back to the whole conversation about um, when you're fed up enough, and you've and all of what you've done in the past has not made a difference. You set the world on fire. Yeah, you dump a bunch of tea into a, into a harbor. Shit's crazy out there. Yep. So the last thing that I had on Trump, we always, well, maybe not always, but several times we've talked about One America News Network, <laughs> Trump's favorite place to get his news now that Fox has decided to actually do a couple news stories now and then, you know, accurately about Trump. Turns out One American News employs a Kremlin paid journalist. Of course they do. So there's a individual who specifically writes stories for One American News Network. They're one of their on-air reporters is on the payroll of <laughs> Sputnik, which is the Kremlin's official propaganda outlet. Uh, the same stories that he writes for Sputnik have also showed up in One American News. That's something that we probably haven't covered often enough is that all of this, or a lot of this, is designed by the Kremlin to divide Americans and to have them fighting against each other. Yeah. And it's working. By the working. way, they're really good at this. Yeah, it's yeah. working. People will believe anything. Yeah. I don't know. Is is Putin getting close to Palpatine on his long game? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, because nobody knew what Palpatine was up to. <laughs> right. This is fairly obvious if you look. If you're paying attention, you could you, you know what Putin's doing. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's all I've got for, for like... Serious news. I've got a couple other things, uh, but I didn't want to move off Trump or COVID or the racial crisis. We got so many things. Uh, so, um, well, you brought up Fox News. You see Tucker Carlson's losing advertisers left and right. Yeah, over there. I shit. didn't see that. but yeah. good. They'll come I, back. What did he do that's that's yeah, causing? It oh, last. Tucker. He just was talking about Black Lives Matter and how it's not really about this. That none of this is about race. And he might have said, "When they come for you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then specify who they were, but he, you know, of course, he was like, "I meant Democrats," <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> "Like, like some, like some Twitter, like some companies were like, I forget which one it was," and they're like, "Hey, so and so company, you know, you're at, you're still advertising on Tucker Carlson, and here's what he said," and they reply back, they're like, "So long, Tucker, we're off your show." <laughs> <laughs> as long as he has people that watch his show in the numbers that they traditionally do, he will have advertisers, right? right. Just like all the all. All the sponsors are fleeing uh, Laura Ingram's show, left and right, and that lasted for what a week. Yeah. Well, when she was when she was taking the dump on the 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 Florida kids who got shot by a gunman. Mm. Yeah, but have you seen the advertisers? Stoneman Douglas. That's that it. advertise on Fox News. Like my pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's shit yeah, like yeah, that. I have it, no that's idea. the thing. <laughs> they don't get like they don't get Nike. They don't get big name ones. They get gold sellers and Bible shit. And like old age fucking medicine stuff. Oh, uh, reverse mortgages and my pillow. Right, and- that's fine. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just. I feel like sponsors fleeing these shows of these guys on Fox News who you know say these outrageous things. This isn't the first time I've heard it, and it seems to have made no impact. Every well, time. you wait and see because they still have investors and they still have a board. And if they can't produce money, you'll see changes. And I hope so. Yeah. I genuinely hope so. I w- I'm just not that optimistic. But it's a delicate balance, though, because the you know the fiery rhetoric from Cucker is what gets the the hard case right to follow and to watch his show and to watch the advertising in in turn. That's so true. they can't back away from the fire and brimstone too much because then people will wander off. Which part of this did he did he mention? Which part of this he doesn't think is about race? Everything. Wait, was it like a conspiracy message? Was he like, don't worry, this isn't about race, this is about class, this is about how the rich are using the mm. poor as a commodity, mm. and they're trying to disguise it as race <laughs> so that they divide us so we don't rise up against the ruling class? In that case, I'd be like, I should watch more Dr. Carlson. <laughs> but I doubt that's what he said. No. 
No, it's the 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 liberals are trying to you know take away your rights and your guns and your church. Oh, he was not happy about Elmo speaking about what was going on on oh, yeah. on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. Trying to indoctrinate our kids to be nice and tolerant. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> what was it? That's right, Bobby. America is an awful country and it's all your fault. Yeah, I don't even know where he got that from. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just go live off your Tyson chicken fortune and be happy, you fucking cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to this Catholic thing. Oh, what are they up to? So the Catholic Church in Poland has claimed to obtain to have obtained the actual DNA of Jesus Christ. Now, Ooh. get how this happened. So there was a slip up on Christmas Day, and mosquito and amber, mosquito and amber, mosquito <laughs> and amber. A consecrated host. Now, this is a little cracker that they say transmutates into the, the actual flesh of Christ. Fell on the uh. floor. So, the tragedy, it caused great pain in his heart. And that's, a, that's in quotes. You and I would have thrown the thing out, but apparently, five-second rule, he grabbed it. And apparently, because he has already blessed it, and it has literally become the flesh of Christ, it oh. has to be revered. So, it has to either be picked up and consumed immediately... Or you can pick it up and place it in a dish of water. The liquid has to be holy water. You take it to a sacrum, which is a special basin in the sanctuary. <laughs> what? And then you can dispose of it there. You you can't no. just, you know, flush the flesh of Christ down the toilet. So that those are the rules. <laughs> well, apparently after putting his cracker that had been on the floor into a special dish of water it was left there for some amount of time and when he came back red stains had appeared on the host thus confirming this was the blood of jesus <laughs> now in the article and this is on the friendly atheist he says uh, we've, we've seen this before in minneapolis red spots on a host turned out to be uh, a fungus sure. uh, in in salt lake city there was red spots on a host that turned out to be fungus and in dallas there was red spots on a host that turned out to be fungus fungus so according to the catholics in poland though this is literal proof that it is the blood of jesus christ on a cracker (laughs) (laughs) man sorry i i I couldn't go anywhere near the the mosquito and amber I, I well I mean again I get I get before I hear all the details of some of these stories I get pumped up thinking it's going to be at least something like with with like a modicum of interest like they're going to release the shroud of Turin for DNA testing That's and thinking. we're going to find out that it sure I'd be like yes I'm back in board but nope it's a fucking magic cracker that they really <laughs> believe transforms mm. into Jesus and then eats it oh my god <laughs> why are you okay with that as a part of your religion. <laughs> Human Uh, sacrifice and cannibalism. I don't understand why these are still a thing. (laughs) All right. Last thing. Video game. New video game. You guys are into video games. You got to try this out. You get to be a pope. So you're the pope. (laughs) And your job in this video game is to eliminate heretics. Oh, uh uh-oh. So it's inspired by the life of Rodrigo Borgia who served as Pope oh. in 1492 to 1503 as Alexander VI. You yeah. fight for spiritual and political independence from the pagans, meanwhile fighting off people corruption from inside the church. Do Eliminate cr- heretics, collect taxes. <laughs> uh, remember, you have God on your side, so you don't have to f- fight fair. <laughs> <laughs> and there's unlimited power in your hands because you are God's representative on earth. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Is it available on Steam? I don't know where it's going to be available. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably won't play it. If I can get it in some sort of Pope video game bundle, I'll probably buy it. Oh, it'll probably only be like five bucks. Yeah, you've won me back. <laughs> so wow. it does say that it was father of Caesar Borgia in Assassin's Creed, fated to bite off one a big one after Junior feeds him a poisoned apple. I... I don't know. Grinch had suggested that this was who you killed in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar I've never with that. played such a game, but that sounds nice. <laughs> so Playway will soon offer the chance to be 
the Pope. I don't know where Playway is, but I could I could try some Pope Simulator. <laughs> Ooh, Pope Simulator! I like this. I'm onto something. I smell right, a new that, game. <laughs> that is really all I've got. Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. All right. <sighs> no locusts. <Yes>. Locusts? <laughs> no. Watch out for locusts. Got a lot of extra locusts this year. Oh yeah, it's true. What locally? Yeah, no, no, globally. Oh, okay. Mm. This is this is, however, a, uh, a cicada year, though. Yep. So things will get noisy. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't have enough going on, murder hornets and yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. Yes. Biblical biblical level insect plagues. <laughs> They're coming next. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got then. Uh, again, I want to support our patrons for supporting the podcast. We've got a couple new patrons. I really appreciate the uh, the help in uh, keeping the podcast going. Uh, if you want to sign up, you can go to patreon.com slash profaneorg and help us out. Watch out, sales tax. Yeah, yeah, there might be sales tax. You got to you gotta watch. It's all over the Patreon site, so you can check out and see if you're going to be subject to tax. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you could do that or share the podcast on social media or leave a review, preferably a good review on iTunes, <laughs> SoundCloud, Google Play. Again, you can contact us on our Facebook page or on Twitter at ProfaneArg. I do want to uh, mention the soon-to-be-named network that we're a member of. If you're interested in other shows by other people and some that some of us do, uh, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can check out other podcasts for your listening pleasure. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing out.